Rebel Conversations. It's your girl, Antres Finney, your host. I'm back in the studio, and I have none other than Rashawn Ali in the building. Hi. That was our that was our applause. That was yes. the, the the hypey. Yes. You know, um, I am so excited to have you oh, here on the you. show. Um, I had the lovely opportunity to meet you at mm-hmm. Work Slay, hosted yep. by Coriel, and I interviewed you. Yes. And something about man, your presence and your energy, it gave me further permission mm-hmm. to be me. Yes. And I'm from Atlanta, uh-huh. Eastside. Oh, okay, oh, it was okay, Decatur. Okay. Right. And I just saw something in you. I saw a similarity. I saw a vibe. I saw her energy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she is something incredible. Right. Something. Thank you know, I've you. heard you on the radio, mm-hmm. seen you on TV. But in person, it all just comes. It just, it's like, Aww. you know, your beauty and your sophistication and Thank just you. being yourself. So I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for having me. And I echo those sentiments because when we finished our interview, I was like, Hey, you good. <laughs> you real good. Thank yeah, you. I said that. You Thank remember that? I said yes, that that I, night. Yes. I remember a lot. I remember when we said, I told you that I was a soror as mm, well. Yes. And I remember what you told me. I won't necessarily say it. Oh, okay. But but when I told my mom, we just died laughing. Wow. You know, you told me I was pretty much a bad uh-huh. Uh, 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 shut your mouth. Uh-huh. And when you said that, I was like, man, this is my sister. Yes. This is my sister in Greek life. Yes. This is my sister in community. And I just, you inspired me. Thank you. I want you to know from that point, we're here. Yes. Um, Had a nice partnership with Mark, David, mm-hmm. met them through a mutual friend. And I was like, I got to do this. Like, yeah. this is a passion. This is one of my many passions. Absolutely. So you're here. Yeah. And thank you. Oh, thank my you. pleasure. So I want to get into it. Let's do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you are an extraordinaire, a media personality, a business, a philanthropist, Mm -hmm. an actress. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the list just goes on and on. And I really want to ask you, what has been one of the biggest lessons you've learned transitioning uh from radio to TV? Ah, well... Radio has given me an amazing foundation. Mm-hmm. I mean, being able to think fast on your feet, knowing how to make adjustments um, fast, uh, just knowing how to have quick one-liners. Radio gave me so much. It also gave me thick skin because I, the, all of uh, the many joys I had in radio, I had many heartbreaks as well. And that's why in my career now things that happen i mean actually something happened on our show this week where one of our um one of my sisters actually was uh replaced and so that was very difficult you know um but i feel like personally i was i am prepared for so many things that will continue to take place in the media industry because of my time in radio so radio has given me the type of preparation not only that I need for my career, but I'm stronger in my mm-hmm. life because of, I mean, that thing 
it broke my heart. It yeah. truly broke my heart to be let go from a station, not once, not twice, but three times, and be replaced by syndicated morning shows, which I'm sure we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. um, and to be let go when you're five months pregnant with your second child and walked out of the radio station like you are actually going to steal something. And, yeah. you, you yeah. know, you can come back and get your things um, tomorrow. So I've been hurt. And so with that, it is just the preparation is just, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. come on. Yeah. Like, come on. And I'm glad that I went through those things. And I feel like, God, ha I had to go through those things so that he could prepare me. Everything that you go through is preparation for wherever it is um, that you're going, but also to prepare you in the now, too. I had to cry. I had to ask why. I had to do all of those things so that I can be okay where I am now and be prepared because I know wherever, whatever next is, is something that I can't even fathom. So I have to go through. I had to go through those things. I have to go through the things that I'm going through now because it's all preparation for the greater good of whatever that thing is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm prepared beyond belief mm. because of radio. Yeah. I'm always appreciative of radio. Yeah. Yeah. It's grit. Yeah, man. Right? You got to grind. Ugh. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. People, you got, you got, you have young journalists or young folks who really want to be in the business and they want it now. I did too. I, I mean, I got in radio when I was 26, but I didn't get on TV like I really wanted mm -hmm. to be on TV until I was 42 years old. Mm -hmm. So, though, all of those years that I put in, I kind of compare it to how our home is built. And I'm not, you know, an architect and all of that, but I do understand. At the electrical wiring and all those things that go underneath and everything that happens in the plumbing and all that happens underneath a home that doesn't have a basement or whatever. You know, all of those things are, are, are being worked out. Yeah. OK. And then you put the slab down. OK. So mm -hmm. I equate the preparation of my career and my life to the underbelly of the home. Mm. And so the slab is so solid that now that my house is being built, nothing can break it. So those years from 26 to 42, um, was those were the inner workings of building a solid foundation underneath yeah. the slab. So I always equate it to, to, to that. I always kind of make somebody visually look at how a house has been built. And that's, I think, how a, a brand or a career uh, when it's done, relationships, yeah, um, 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 are done right, and yeah. I think that um, my slab is very, very solid. Yeah, and what a blessing to be that self-aware of the many lessons. Oh, I oh, think they're that, endless. That well, that's an easy miss for a lot of folks. Yes, you can miss the the beauty in the lesson or the triumph or the tough time. Yes, there was even an article that I read that I, I didn't even know this. But you were quoted saying that to go from being on a billboard mm -hmm. to an, an unemployment line mm -hmm. pregnant, mm -hmm. I mean, that's that struck me. It's very real. I mean, it happened to me not once, not twice, but three times. Mm -hmm. And um, God has such a sense of humor. The last time I went and I was like, God, please, yeah. whatever you do, don't let nobody know who I am when I walk <laughs> in here. So as soon as I walk in, it was some girl, you know, to, to, not some girl, a woman. She was like, Rashawn Ali, what you doing in here? I'm like, what everybody else doing in here? Let me get my 300 on Thursday, please, may I? So you go from making, and not to put money out there or whatever, but I just want people to get a grasp of how mm -hmm. my life drastically changed. You go from getting $750, $800 in a club night appearance, um, two hours, to like waiting for that $300. Yeah every Thursday, and I had a, a husband who's a teacher, but we all know that teacher, teachers do not 
get what they deserve, mm -hmm. you know? And so you go from making six figures to, to being in the unemployment line, billboards on I-20, buses <laughs> with my face. I mean, yeah. like, it, that's just how life is. But I'm so glad. In retrospect, I'm so glad I went through that because when I speak at schools, when I speak at conferences, when I s just tell my story, it's relatable, and I know that my journey has less to do with me and more to do with other people witnessing it. Yes, mm -hmm. because because of my story and telling my story, someone else can shave off 10 years of their life by the decisions they make or just say, if she can still get up after that, then I can too. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. When you know it's bigger than you, and I know it's bigger than me. Yeah. There's too many people watching for me not to be smart with every move. Yeah, I mean, the opportunities and the path and the work that you have done to be on Sister Circle, TV One. I mean, that's incredible. I've I've known you from, you know, from a consumer, right? Mm -hmm. From an outsider looking yeah. in. To hear you on the radio station, I'm at the bus stop, you know, I'm on the way home. You know, I'm just listening to you on the radio station. And then to see you on TV One. Yeah. It's a big time network. I mean, you were obviously on other networks before as yeah. well. But to see you on one of our networks mm -hmm. um, talking to us in this light, bold, funny, witty, smart, intelligent. I mean, you you go deep. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am so honored and thrilled to just even hear you speak in, in that vulnerability. That oh, you have to be. So, But why is that important? Well, vulnerability, uh, it, sh it shows people, and not that you're doing it for other people, but mm -hmm. like I said, you, yeah. you, your life is... It has to be an example for other people, but you, it, it shows you not only who you are, but who you belong to. And uh, people are able to just relate to that. Being vulnerable is the most beautiful thing that yeah. you can be. Um, and I learned a lot about that in the book Daring Greatly. Uh, by Dr. Brene Brown, um, and it's about just really tro so showing your true self and being in the middle of the Coliseum when nobody else in the stands matter mm -hmm. but you because you were bold enough to go out there and just try. I always say in a lot of my speeches, if God placed it on your heart, how dare you not try? Ooh. You got to at least try. Ooh. You oh, got to at least try yeah. to do it. And uh, I don't want to leave this life having not tried everything that has come to my mind or has been placed on my heart. That brings me to my next question. Mm -hmm. There's a quote, and I don't remember who said it, okay. but um, you don't know what you give if you don't know what you have. Oh, yeah. You don't know what you give if you don't know what you have. Yeah. In your radio days, you can even go back in college. Fam, you, yeah. Rattlers. Yes, yes. What were you giving away that you didn't know that you had? you're very talented very poised what was that thing or those things that you gave away that you didn't know now looking back you're like I was that girl I <laughs> uh, wow well, oh that's a great question mm -hmm. I just have always been true to who I am okay now there were different levels of truths in my life um because I think I'm at a point now that I the level of um, Fs that I give are just in the negative, and I know that you know, it's rebel, but I'm not <laughs> going to do that. But uh, I have always given of myself. I am so me. 
I'm, I, I just feel like I'm as real as they come. And I think it was because of the way I was raised, uh, raised by a, an amazing uh, parents who just instilled in me the meaning of humility. And they gave. My dad is the winningest high school football coach in DeKalb County history. But Godfrey, my mom, was a social worker at um, um, Emory Hospital. She ran the social work department. Wow. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, all, we gave all the time we we always donated things and my parents always helped families my dad really was a father figure to 400 500 not only young men but young women as well so all i saw was giving in my life so i don't know how else to be because giving is the rent you pay for living Mm -hmm. and when people come up to me who i may have said something to years ago and it changed or it shaped what they've done with their lives, then I know I feel like I feel very special. I really feel like God has really made me very special. And that's not in a narcissistic ego way, but I'm here to do a job. And I made and I've made a promise to him. I was left eyes assistant. I was 22 years old and and I saw so much. She was such a gentle soul, contrary to what you know, the the public made her out to be by some of her actions, of course, that she did and she took full responsibility for. But I made a promise to God. I said, God, when you put me in the forefront, Mm. I'm going to be so responsible with the platform because I saw so many people who aren't. Mm. I've seen so many people who are not responsible with the gift of a platform. Now, platforms are what we make them. You have a platform in your cubicle. You have a platform with the smile you give to somebody who's looking mean. Your platform is wherever you are in your sphere of influence. And so I just want to be responsible with mine. And I made him a promise at 22, and I will not let him down. That's a word. Yeah. That your platform is you. Yeah. I think we look so much outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's just... That's, that's the world we are. Yeah, that's where we are. Okay, and there's a lot of comparison and a lot of there's so much information being flooded to you in any given moment. Um, information and not having that discernment of knowledge. Yes, you got the information, but how do you connect that mm-hmm. and make it knowledge? Yeah. Right. So I think that's really important that you said your platform is the smile that you have, your cubicle, your home. Yes. Your mindset, your, your heart. Yes. That's your platform. That's your platform. Ooh, come on. <laughs> These folks got to get into it. Stop looking yeah. at people who are on television, on Instagram and all those things and know that you are the same. And people like, you know, I, I hate the word celebrity. Mm-hmm. You're a celebrity. And I always return that. I say, no, you're a celebrity in whatever you do. You're a celebrity in your own sphere of influence. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. How you People just, it? yes. How what you are you doing? What are you doing to help someone else? So today, Rashawn, yes. today. Yeah. What are some new awarenesses of self? Oh, girl, I am learning to be open to everything and attached to nothing. Well, that's like Buddha. Buddhism. It is. So this world has made us become so attached to the outcome of things that we forget to live in our now and focused on enjoying every single moment. Because life is short, and I don't want to look back on this moment, this now, with these beautiful black men in here, this beautiful woman I'm looking at, and say, I messed up on this moment because I didn't 
I wasn't in it. Mm. I'm learning how to be in every single moment. And being attached, not a, I don't want to be attached to if I have a certain amount of money uh, for my children. I just don't want to be attached to those types of things anymore because we strive our whole lives to have all these types of things. But when we go, our physical body is gone and our soul, whatever you believe in, whether it goes to someone else, goes to, goes to heaven, whatever it is you believe in, mm. um, I just want it to transfer well. Yeah. I hear fluid. Very. Free. Yes. Open. Flexible. I have been really channeling or researching who I really am spiritually. Yeah. Wait a minute. I didn't pull the fan out. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I've been talking about it a little bit on television because... um think a lot of times and you know um you know we were we a lot of us were raised I mean look look how most of us came over here and so we had no recollection of who or what our religion or spirituality was prior to us coming here so a lot of things that we um have grown up on we did not have a choice as Mm. to try to figure out what really who am I who am I and where do I fit in the spiritual realm and uh, so I've just been open to figuring out what that is for me and allowing and talking to my husband and allowing my children to I want them to have choices and not just one way to get to a higher source and why why is that important to me that's important because I don't feel like we grew up having a choice. We didn't have a choice. How does that limit a person? I don't know. I'm just, I can't talk about other people because mm-hmm. what I don't want to do is um, make anyone else feel like their way is, is, not, is wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't want. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of folks do that. Mm-hmm. No, this is the only way. I can't. There, I just, God is so great and omniscient, like omnipotent, omniscient. How could we? only have one way to get to him or one way to get to the universe or whatever you want to define it as um and i used to be so afraid to talk about it because really yeah absolutely oh yeah yeah absolutely judgment and uh oh sean talking about the christians you know what i mean and i'm not yeah i'm just talking about what i feel and how much more open i am to life and understanding the greatness of what it is and not feeling like I'm going to be punished if I don't go to church on Sunday. What has ushered this in? What has ushered in this curiosity of who you are in the spirit place? Because I felt like there was a deeper Rashawn. There was some, there was something that I had not tapped into. I'm still searching, Um, but I'm loving the levels and I'm loving more of who I am because it, I can tap into the Your God power. in me and tap into the power in me. I think sometimes because we've been taught it's an external force, that we don't believe in who we are and the power that God has given us. I am on that same I know you are because he brings vibe. people together that are, that are on the journey. For you, describe how that felt to know there's something more. 
what were some of the things that were showing it up was, or happening? It was years of um, mm-hmm. this thing. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, is it? Because you 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 want to do the right thing, mm-hmm. air quotes, and then you, you you're kind of scared to like, well, what if I try to just explore explore spirituality outside of uh, the church walls and you know that, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just something in me, and I, and and now that I have open started opening my mouth, and opening my mind, the people that are searching and enlightened, as I call them, are being attracted. We're we're coming together like a yeah. magnetic force, and yeah. people who are open to the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I know we didn't mean for it to go this way, but no, um, I, I'm open. Okay, good. This is rebel conversation. Rebel, you know. Yes. So I'm, I'm open to hearing what we don't know. Yeah, or about what, a person, or what yeah. what's what's happening mm-hmm. today. And, right that, now. and that's what's <laughs> that's what's happening. Yeah, I have yeah. been meditating a lot more. Yeah, yoga. Oh. Really creative visualization by Shakti Gawain, amazing book. Um, just really putting those things in the universe that I would like to see or professing them as though they are. And even that's in the Bible. Yes. That's in the Bible. You know what I mean? So um, what I don't want people to think, oh, she's up there, you know, talking about or, or, or you know, this whole blasphemous thing. No. No. This is all life. the greats, all the greats <laughs> from Jesus to Buddha, to all the greats. Yes. Searched. Yes. From within. Yes. We get it mixed up. You know, for me, I want to describe how it felt for me to know there was something more. There are many nights where I can't sleep mm. and I get this surge of energy mm-hmm. to want to just take off right and take over and not in a uh, space of not allowing space for others but just letting people know you are the gift there is something in you greater and you haven't seen it you haven't discovered it and people ask me all the time how are you always so bubbly and this and that and the third and people ask me all the time like this yeah (laughs) one of my friends one of my who's the young woman who's become my friend she was like you can't be that nice there's some suppressed anger and i'm like Uh, Why well, can't be nice? Yeah, but yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah. But that's real. Yeah. I, I do want to talk about that a little bit, and it's and it's not to generalize or anything like that. But I am always shocked when I get. I just wasn't sure if she really is that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're on Instagram, and you know, you're smiling, and you you know, hoopty hoo. But when I saw you in real life, I was just like, is she really like that in real life? Mm-hmm. And that is always surprising because it's like we look for those cracks and those crevices. Right. But we don't have to. Yeah, you don't. We don't have. Why can't you just just let the person just let be, be. And, st- and stop trying to make everything such yeah. a mystery? Yeah. 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 Sporty yeah. Girls. Yeah. Sporty Girls, Inc. Ooh. I read about this mm-hmm. and it's f- to inspire uh, young girls of color yeah. to be in those more like lacrosse, swimming, more of the non- Non-traditional traditional sports. sports. Yeah. Talk about that. So in 2006, I founded Sporty Girls. Mm-hmm. I'll always say we because I have not been able to do this alone at all. And since its inception, we've been able to serve over a thousand girls in and around the metro Atlanta area through our camps, our clinics. Um, We've just uh, just really kind of made an indelible mark uh, on the city of Atlanta uh, through sport. And um, I went to college on a swimming scholarship. Yep, black girls swim. Oh, nice. Yes, I swim. I was going to say track. 
No, because yeah. your physique is just like, oh, yeah, you know, I thank can just you. see you kicking it up. Yeah, thank there. you, yeah. thank you, thank you. But I run sprints now. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> uh, but swimming was what it was my ticket to yeah. college. I mean, I got an academic scholarship as well, but um, I started swimming competitively when I was five. And so the friendships that I made outside of the pool, but because of swimming, was really the reason I started Sporty Girls. The same girls who were on my record-breaking relay were hostesses in my wedding. Um, one wow. of them still coaches for Sporty Girls. You know, and so one we just lost actually to um, cervical cancer mm-hmm. and um, one has, you know, um, is, is dealing with some other things. But these are my these are my friends and yeah. some some of the same folks I went to college with and swam at FAMU with are still yeah. my friends. And so those types of things, because sports develops you in so many different ways. The, the discipline that I have, the uh, the 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 confidence. the the confidence the the grind mode that I have all I attribute that all to to playing sports I love it yeah I yeah. love it yeah I was a cheerleader and okay dancer, so yeah you know Cedar Grove High School come on I, I know yeah. it the Saints the Saints but, yeah 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 but you know I definitely <laughs> learned uh, attribute a lot to my personality mm-hmm. to sports as well so it's great that you're inspiring young girls I want you to know something. Uh. You are also inspiring young women in their 20s and 30s. Yes. Have you ever thought about, I mean, I know your time is like, woo, okay. but have you ever thought about offering just any type of inspirational um, writing, teachings, books, mm. just something for the young girls in their 30s, huh. late 20s? Because that's a moment, too. Like, yeah, that's it is. a whole yeah. whirlwind. Yeah. Um. I have been on the, you know, I got to write this book. Um, I, I do. I would I, leave. What was it? Uh, he said, I would have uh, left me too. I would have left me too. Is that still going to be the tentative yeah, title? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Okay. I think so. Or oh, one of many. Okay. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Um, that, I would have left me too, is um, what she's referring to is the book that I um, am going to write about how women try to uh well for me and in, in, <laughs> for me how so out there and trying to build Rashawn Ali as a brand that at the house he was like so can I get Rashawn or are you just gonna go to sleep but I'm like but you you taught me how to work harder right, right. so in retrospect I would have left me because I was so I was giving everything to Atlanta and whoever called me to do anything for free or even for paid or whatever, come back home and I would have nothing for my husband. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. Nothing. We, yeah. we, yeah, we went through a lot. We went through a lot. Um, but prayerfully and, um, he's so cute. We just <laughs> celebrated 16 years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier this month. So yeah, we, we, we worked it out and he, he, he always said, I wasn't, I wasn't going anywhere, but I'm just saying like, if I were, if I were him, I'd have been like, man, yeah. let me yeah. do this by myself. Let me yeah. take these kids. Because yeah. he really was, I mean, for a long time, we do a great job with, with our children. Um, not splitting, but parenting our children. But he, I would say, he always hates when I say this, but that he was the primary parent for a long time. Because, mm. you know, I wasn't one of these moms that, you know, this, this world makes you feel like as soon as you have this baby, you're going to be absolutely in love with your child and absolutely in love with the thought of motherhood. It took me a long time to start becoming 
a better mother and now I consider myself a good mother. Mm-hmm. I'm hard on myself, mm-hmm. but um, I just wasn't one of those people that was like, oh my God, this is the most <laughs> amazing thing ever. That wasn't me. And I think this world makes you feel like you have to be a certain type a of mother cer- yeah. yeah to yeah. be a mother yes yeah, there's certain things you have to do yeah but i realize that's not the way i'm not i'm not gonna be making a whole lot of cookies with you that mm-hmm. ain't that ain't my thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's just not my. we're not gonna be making post poster boards and, and crafts and all that that's just that's just not my thing but i got some of my sister friends they do that oh yeah miss tracy i'm gonna take y'all over there y'all gonna do tribe. that i do other things mm-hmm. Um, and the way I, and I had to be okay with that. Like you don't try to be something that you're not, you know, uh, that part. Yeah. <laughs> In anything. Yes. Um, so oh. that could be one aspect of a book, mm-hmm. you know, just more so going into the relationship of a career woman and yeah. being multifaceted. So if you could think of something mm-hmm. for the younger women, uh-huh. you know, cause there's so much in you. Like, I just see this wealth of knowledge. And I know you're still on that pathing of discovery. Yeah. Which is also another good point for us to see. Yeah. That it doesn't stop. It never stops. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I got to think about then that. We'll think and, about what it, yeah. and what yeah. that would look like. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I have to just kind of see. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm definitely open to that. And I'm going to, I receive that. Mm-hmm. I receive that. Because obviously you want me to write something. I do. Or, or, you know, a speaking engagement. Yeah. I know you've been or on many panels. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But something from Rashawn, mm-hmm. homegrown. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it would be worldwide. I mean, people know you beyond Atlanta. But man, like yeah. that would, that would really do something. Um, I mean, we have Cool Soar World. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, how did you start with that? So 600 downloads, 600,000 yeah. downloads. And I'm so glad that I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm in this amazing studio. I remember when this studio was nothing. <laughs> now look at this. This is fantastic. Um so this is a reminder that I got to get back to work. I have um I'll tell you about how I started it. So literally I was walking up to Top Golf. I was going to a party. I had on some Uggs and some camouflage boots, my little backpack and a hoodie, and my hair was fresh, and I was just by myself. I was like, man, I'm such a cool soror. I was like, what is that? So literally, I went into um, Topgolf, and before I even went to the party, I went to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and I went to GoDaddy. To, to the handle. Yes, the I, I went ahead and reserved everything. At first, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do T-shirts. And I, I was going to do T-shirts because, you know, you can't do Alpha, Kappa, Alpha, and the crest. You got to go through a whole situation. It's a whole process. It's a whole, exactly. Yes, and, and so um, I didn't want to have to go through that. So I'm like, I can do Cool Soar in all the colors mm. and make some little, little fresh <laughs> money. You know what I mean? Yes. So then, the cool money. <laughs> right. So my business partner, AJ, who I was doing um, my, uh, I did a, uh, um, a webinar called The Sidekick, mm-hmm. teaching women to to um, learn a little bit more about radio. And I told him the idea about the T-shirt. He's like, yeah, that's cool. So like maybe another couple of weeks, he's like, I think I have an idea. He had been trying to get me to do a podcast mm-hmm. because I love radio. And this is just an extension of that. And uh, he said, you should, I think you should do a podcast, like interviewing men and women, I mean, and women in Greek letter organizations. I was like, you right, dog. That'll be so good. And that's exactly how it it started and uh, went from an idea to me doing a post, doing a, a creating a flyer on Canva mm-hmm. and like just putting it out there, like coming soon. So once I put it out there, I'm like, oh, I got to do it now. Gotta, right. I got to do it. And uh, we launched in July of 2016. But the thing about it is 
I had been trying to figure out what my next was. Yeah. And I remember I was on East West Connector. These things, these things are vivid when God speaks to me. Mm-hmm. He was like, everything that you need to go to the next level, I've already given you. Mm-hmm. I've already given you. We're born with everything that we need. The thing that happens is we unlearn so much. Then we have to re-remember who we are. Mm. We spend our whole lives trying to remember who that person was out of the womb that this world un- allows us to unlearn ourselves. Think about it. Oh, we spend yeah. our entire lives getting it yeah. just to go back to being at peace and re- retirement on a beach. Right. We get it. We're doing, but we're not being. Yeah. 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 So um, that same week that I teased the podcast was the same week I got a call or an email from Helen Swenson, who's the creator of Sister Circle, about her auditioning people for a new talk show. That was in 2016, but God had to see me bada do my bing, part. Bada bing, bada boom. Right. Uh-huh. To see me do my part. And I say, oh, God, I see you doing your part. That's your gift that I've given you. Now watch me work wow. on this side. You do you. Now let me do me. Wow. But he had to see that step. Yeah. 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 You can't just sit down and just wait for things to happen. Oh, no. It's active. It's active. Active faith. Yeah. Active walk prayer. Faith without walks is dead. Oof. Faith, faith with, what is it? Faith, faith without, without work. Wor- work, I'm sorry, yeah, walks. Yeah, yeah, Lord, yeah. Jesus, sorry. Well, we got to walk too, though. We can't be yeah, sitting Faith nah. without work yeah. is dead. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yes. So I wanted to ask you about um, imagination, having mm. an imagination. Mm. Why is that important? I, I always tell myself, I come up with these little quirky quotes. Imagination is instructions. Your mm. imagination are instructions. Right. That's good. And then what you do with that, the intention is how you serve others. Oh, so like that's my whole little thing. So for you, why is imagination or imagining or having that that creative? Yeah. Why is that important? It's necessary Mm -hmm. to listen to that Mm -hmm. and be obedient to the call. Mm -hmm. There's someone else who is waiting on you to be obedient. And when we realize that it's greater than us, people get so caught up in themselves. We realize that it's greater than us. That's when you can truly walk in your purpose. I I just truly believe that. Mm. It's bigger than me. I don't know what, I know that I'm, um, I know that I'm making an impact on people's lives every single day. And I don't take that lightly. Mm-hmm. That's a responsibility. So, yeah, it's a, it's a necessity to listen to the imagination and be obedient to the call on your life. All of us are. Yeah. Whatever that call is. It is not always on a stage. Right. It's not always in the bright lights. It's not. Sometimes your purpose is helping your family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your purpose is helping a neighbor. Right. Or you know, a co-worker. Or you just, you got to be open. Right. And I think about Whitney Houston's life, um, as tragic as it ended. But on the day that her funeral was, so much of this world went to church because mm. they watched the funeral. Yeah. February 11th. So maybe somebody didn't know God, and that was their way of finding God by watching that ceremony. Not that her life was just for that moment, but right. think about it. So many people went to church who never 
may have seen an inside of the church or never know what it feels like to be moved by a choir mm -hmm. or by a prayer mm -hmm. or by an anecdote or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I always think about that moment. Or Kevin Costner up in the pool. Pit. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I did. I peeped the cabin. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> what do you dream about? Rashawn, when she dreams, what is she dreaming of? Ah, wow. <laughs> I just want to be, I just want to, I want God to blow my mind with the power that he's given me. Blow my mind. I'm ready for my mind to be blown. Mm -hmm. It still is every single day when I walk out on the stage <laughs> on Sister Circle. Like, man, I get to do this for <laughs> Yes, hour. you do. Every single day this is, because I prayed for that. Yeah. Before yeah. I knew it was even coming, I would study Wendy Williams. People have a lot to say about Wendy, but I study Wendy because yeah. she came from radio. You know, she's a radio woman. That was the first guest I yeah. interviewed on Sister Circle. Look at God. Yeah. I studied The View. I, 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 I looked at the talk. I watched The Real, but I studied Wendy and The View. And then it happened for me. That ain't, yeah, I mean, if you don't know what God is or who God is or whoever you serve, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. you might be out there. Yeah. You might be scarred out there. You know what I'm saying? If you're from the A, you know scarred out there. <laughs> it's in the desert. Yeah. With no water. Yes. No map. Yes. No tools. Yes. <laughs> Funny. No direction. No direction. So I do media differently. Mm hmm. I Is do. that a new mission statement for you or? Yeah. Well, yeah. I do media differently mm -hmm. because I am so. Um, I'm multidimensional in my media mm -hmm. because I can be Barbara <laughs> Walters if you'd like, you know, and I can be a shawty straight from Decatur and do my little morning minutes and, you know, and turn up. And it's just, you know, I know people look at our show and you're going to have your naysayers and all that stuff like, oh, I could do that. And they're ghetto or they're Ratchet, this or they're yeah. that, you know, they're not even real journalists and all that kind of stuff. Whatever. It's. We're supposed to be there in this moment right now. And, uh, you, you know, I, I stopped caring what other people think a long time ago. That's why I say I do media differently. I mean, I think God has given me a gift. I know my gift is I can interview Waka Flocka and I can interview Keisha Lance Bottoms. And both of those interviews will make sense to who they are supposed to make <laughs> sense to. And I can rumble with the best of them. I can. God has given me a gift, like he's given you, to be a great interviewer. That is my gift. I'm very clear on that. Very clear. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Now, I was going to ask you, I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> um, you've interviewed Kanye West. Mm, yeah, that was Michelle Obama. Yeah. Zernona Clayton. Yes. Who has been, to oh, date. gosh. I know, right? I knew this was going to happen. To date, who has been the most intriguing most inspirational um and it's not that none of them were but yeah what stood out most for Rashawn oh that man interview? that is <laughs> believe it or not one of my most favorite interviews is 50 cent 50 back before social media and he got crazy okay okay <laughs> so Curtis Curtis mm -hmm. I've interviewed him twice and it was the most engaging intellectual conversation Wow. That I may have not may have ever had, but it was just so good yeah. to me. What made it good? Eye contact. His eye contact is impeccable. Love when people look you in your face. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, prior to that, we didn't really know, all, you know, prior to me interviewing him, I didn't know all of what, you know, who Curtis was and the way he answered. And not that he would not have been articulate, but just, it was just, uh, it was, it was, it was great. And I, I, I always mention 50. I always mention that he's in my, he's, in, he's definitely top of the list. Was that during his get rich or die trying days? It had G to unit be. Kind yeah, of it time. had to be. Okay. Let me see. Was I maybe around 07, okay. like 06, 07, okay. somewhere around there, maybe yeah. even 05? I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Right around that time, before mm-hmm. before 2010, you know, um, th- that was good. I just had an inter- uh, inter- uh, interview with Jamel Hill, which was fantastic oh, wow. from ESPN. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she is a friend, a colleague. That was a, a, a great interview. Um, I've had so many outstanding interviews and we just interviewed kim coles today on sister circle really? she was phenomenal and i live in single right yes yes oh. she was fantastic in the middle in of the, the interview not middle of the interview i was talking to her i was like oh my god your spirit is just amazing she was like in my entire life i do morning shows all the time she's like you are the first person that's ever said that no way yes in an interview in an interview in an interview yeah in an interview like okay. like a morning yeah, show type yeah, interview yeah and i you know but I go with feeling. You gotta go with the feeling. The one thing about Sister Circle, it had you know, you know, producers write the questions, or whatever. So it's not as organic as I probably would be if it just were me on my podcast, of course, because you know we have you have to, you have another person interviewing with you. So it's not as you know how I would be if I were just by myself. And that's right. no offense. That's just right. how the show that's is. Just what it is. That's just yeah. what it is. So that was a good moment for me. Um, with Kim Coles, but I can name a plethora of people. Funny, Plies <laughs> is a really good interview. Not the Plies on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. But when he turns the microphone on, he's like, I really appreciate this opportunity that you all have given me. Like, he is like that. So don't let the, hey, hey, boy, let me tell you about Saturday. You know what I mean? Like, he really is, he was. When did you interview Plies? Plies, uh, I've interviewed Plies like maybe three times, mm-hmm. you know. You know Six years ago, right, okay. right when he was doing really, his like rap, time. like pr- yeah. like prime, prime. Yeah, what's his real name? Uh, Lord, I don't even know. Okay, I don't even know. Oh gotcha. man, I hate gotcha. that we gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was like three minutes out or something. Yeah, three man. minutes out. Three, two, one. I never okay. remember the countdown. I know. I'm I just, I just, I, I just saw the three yeah, minute sign. I mean, he mm-hmm. threw it up. Like That's how I it up. Um, <laughs> I do want to do a little fun. Little, little rapid, little rapid fire. Little rapid fire. Okay. Little rebel far. Rebel far. And like it is rather nostalgic. Okay. From the A Town. Okay. So it's A Town based. Okay. So hopefully you're on your oh God, toes there. I hope so. Because you are an Atlanta icon. Oh, oh wow. Well, thanks. Uh-huh. Yes. Thank you. So the first round of it will be just trivia. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you multiple choice. I'll give you the answers. Okay. And then the last round will be this or that. Like a this or that. What do you prefer? I like this. All right. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Name, and although I know you may be very excited to answer the question, I do want you to listen for the answer. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Name of Morris Brown's dance team. Is it A, the Jazettes? Oh, gosh. B, the Bubbling Brown Sugar? Uh Uh-huh. Or C, the Illustrious 20? Bubbling Brown Sugar? Come on, boom. Come on, Battle of the Band boom, Day. Boom, boom, boom. I just had to go with the most, like, black name. <laughs> yes. yes. That would be it. <laughs> you ready? Yes. Who was the first and only rap group from Atlanta to win Album of the Year at the Grammys? A, Goody Mob, 
B, Outkast. Mm-hmm. C, Lil John and the Eastside Boys. Well, you know that's Outkast. I mean, the yeah. mighty, mighty Outkast. <laughs> mighty, mighty. Pronounced Outkast. Outkast. Yeah. <laughs> don't even say the T. No. You don't say Outkast. Out, no. no. <laughs> we say Outkast. Outkast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What year was the Summer Olympics in Atlanta? A, I know it is. 1990? B, 1993? Or C, 1996? All right. Come on, come on, you, you, you still in there. Yeah, you I'm still, still in there. I ain't want to hit it too hard. Right, 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 night. right. Yeah, no. For a weeknight. So now we're going to hit you with the this or that. So okay. So this is just your preference, you know, off the dome. Okay. It's going to be a this or that okay. type of moment. LaFace records are so, so deaf. LaFace. This. I mean, LaFace, yeah. Stankonia or AT Aliens? Oh! Ooh, I said the same thing! <laughs> Elevators is on AT Aliens. Rosa Parks is on Stankonia. B.O.B. is on Stankonia. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, right? Right. Um, I think I know what you're going to say with that slide. East side or that west side? Girl, bye. The east side. side. Hey. 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 You know I had to get it. Right. <laughs> You're so silly. You can't greater. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. And last but certainly not least, mm-hmm. which one do you prefer? Mm-hmm. Are you a folk kind of person or shouty? Man, shouty, you know shouty, what it is. Shouty, you know what it is. <laughs> shouty, know what it is. You know what I'm saying? And this concludes <laughs> our Rebel this Trivia. Is, yes, this is awesome. I love Thank it. Thank you so much, Rashawn. Tell pleasure. us where we can find you, keep up with you, Cool Store Roar, all of that. Uh, Sister Circle, just uh, all of Tell us. At Rashawn Ali. I'm at Rashawn Ali everywhere. RashawnAli.com will take you everywhere you need to go. Yes, so, yes, and everywhere you need to be. Learn so much from you today. Thank just you. Just more knowledge, more blessings. Thank you for blessing your presence here. Yeah. For my audience and tribe. And again, this is Rebel Conversations. Fix my glasses. I'm Antress Finney. Yes. This is Rashawn Ali. Yeah. And we out this thing. Boy, you good, Shawty. Yeah. Don't wake it up out of my slumber, feeling like Rollo.